0: Rabbi say first thing, first thing, before we share two songs with the Khevra, I wanted to welcome again, I wanted to welcome David back home. Woo! The kindness of Hashem, the kindness of Hashem, we so take for granted, our friends, we take for granted the people we love and appreciate, and in this Sogya, in this Sogya, we want to learn to appreciate each day our friend comes, our friends around, none of us take for granted. that Dov is here, last year he was like a for granted, one of the guys, one of the serious guys, one of the guys always at shiurim, always in the base Medrash, one of the guys always learning, but we learned, we learned the hard way not to take anything for granted, I'm so, so thankful. The Raifei Chaylam, the Raifei Neiman Hashem, gave us and gives us David. He should have Arichas Yom Vishan, we should be for years and years and years to celebrate accomplishments in rochnias, to celebrate milestones in life. We should all be Zaycheh to dance together at David's Chasn, at his children's weddings, at his Anacroth's weddings. That's true too. That's true too. There will be this year. Later in the year, there will be Achnas' Sefer Torah, that's true, that's true, that's very true. Good call, good call, good call. I'll be that Ahnasa Seyvet Torah, that precious, we're going to have to ask David Levenger another song. I don't know how he's going to match, Welcome Home, but that Akhnas'a Seyvet Torah will be precious, but to be frank, if I'm allowed to say this, the Torah is precious, more happy that I am that the save a Torah that's coming in David's honor, I'm frankly more happy that David is here in David's honor, so welcome home, David, welcome home. Those so much Rifa'enu Hashem Rafei is a fascinating Lush and heal us Hashem and we'll be healed. No kidding, heal us Hashem and we'll be, just say heal us Hashem. Hashem sounds pretty redundant. Hashem heal us vneirafei and I'll be healed. Daniel, isn't that a strange thing to say? Heal me Hashem, heal us Hashem and I'll be healed. The heal us Hashem. But of course we mean, heal us, Rifeinu Hashem, and then and only then will I be healed. In the topic of refuah, there's so many things that look like they're the answers. And certainly we go to doctors and we certainly do the eshtadlus, but we are fully recognized. Rifeinu Hashem, heal us, Hashem, and then and only then, a Raffae, will I be healed. It's you alone that's doing the healing. That's why we say, Kisila, senu ata, you're our praise, Hashem. We're going to thank you when it happens. We're not going to thank all the tools and vehicles and shluchim that you send. We're going to thank you. There's shluchim and there's shluchim and the goblins, but it's the refu of Hashem that heals us. So, and certainly that's what we are making You're having David here, Chazdei Hashem. Having David here is a different thing. It's different today, and we appreciate it. And look what you've done, David. What you started last year, he comes to a world that's so many Chavrusas throughout the day, so many people shtagging. David certainly, certainly was from Aso Rishanim, from the initial ten, who started this path of Avasat Torah, of Tefillah. So what you started, David, has, has blossomed, has really grown tremendously. David expressed to me a sentiment of catching up, a little bit of a sentiment that I'm behind. David, we all know, besides his Siddharma of Yeshiva, was doing Dafyami, and he expressed to me a sentiment that he's behind, that he, that he wants to catch up. And in seeing David Zemuna, I just have to say, I just have to say this, David, that we're all, we're all very, very behind you. We're, we're very, you're miles ahead, you're miles ahead. Any sense, he's behind David. David, missed time, is behind. <laughs> We should all, my bracha so well, we all should be behind like David's behind. Because <laughs> that's far ahead. And, and the, emunah, the faith that I've seen straight through, just real faith. Hashem, Hashem will help. Faith that was just understated and real. The, what David went through was unusual because when people are sick, of course, Hevra would visit and people would be there. And we weren't zayichet to be there. With Corona and the complicated times, we weren't zayichet to be there enough. We all got to visit with masks, cases, it depends when he was home and he was in the hospital. Different people got into the hospital, but it wasn't simple. And David didn't do it alone. David, David had emun apeshutu, a real, real faith. Always Always with tremendous, tremendous faith. The faith that you displayed and probably acquired inspires us and we should all catch up to Hashem. Give us a few years David, especially you'll be here to help us. We'll catch up to Hashem. So welcome home David. Johnny and Zevi made up this song. Take it away. David you heard the Purim song yet? This is Armacha. Let me just tell you this song is Armacha that people are asking what's gonna be with Purim. Purim's coming, Purim comes to us wherever we are, wherever we do. For somebody to say, I'm not, I'm, I'm not in the state, I don't know if the party's happen. Purim's here, Purim's coming, Purim's reality. Purim's messages are truth. They come to all. We all too often try to go to Purim. Purim comes to us. It says something to us. Where you are holding and where you are. So please take it away. Let's go la 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 Jonathan and Zebi Lacks, composed. (laughs) Mayor, how nice is that? I would like to share two thoughts with the chevra, and then a thought under both thoughts. And you'll bear with me, you'll see what I mean. So two thoughts, and then a thought deeper than both thoughts. The two thoughts that I want to share, when I was a youngster, the story—the story of the—the the story that was told to us of Megillas Esther, based on Chazal—I always had a flaw in the story, and something bothered me as a kid. You're not, you're not, you're not like used to asking, you're not used to that if something bothers you, you're supposed to ask and it has answers, so you hold it in, I held it in for years, now I'm older, these are my favorite questions, and I want to share a question that I had since youth, and what bothered me on the story, all my teachers said, is that Haman turns to Esther at like the climax of the story, Hashem had put Esther in the palace and Achashverosh, I apologize, turns to his wife Esther and says, who is the person at the second party? Please tell me, reveal to me who is this man who wants to kill you and your people? And our Rebbeim taught us that she was going to point at him and miraculously she points at Haman. A malach, a malach, comes and moves her hands to Haman. And I always thought to myself as a youngster, and I was afraid to ask my Rebbeim, was Esther not so smart? Esther, according to one pshat in the Gemara, is This much I didn't know as a youngster. But the Gemara in the Durham says, a Navi needs four character traits. And one thing, a Navi has to be smart. And I always doubted my... I doubted the Rebbe's saying, Esther wanted a point to Achashverosh, and a Malach put her hand on him. And hello. If she points to Achashverosh, who wants to kill you? She said, he's going to commit suicide. If she points to him, she's dead and, and everything's lost. Every hope of the Jewish people, I guess HaShem will save us in a different way. Her mission is simple, get rid of Haman. And HaShverosh, everything's been set up in the Megillah that HaShverosh is suspicious of Haman. The very reason she invited him to both parties is that Ahasuerus should be sitting anxious for a couple of days that Haman is way to in with the queen and everything was built up to make Ahasuerus very suspicious of Haman Mordechai saved the king's life and Haman wants to kill Mordechai hmm. everything was designed by Hashem to make Ahasuerus suspicious of Haman And then, now is the clincher. Esther Amalka says, you know wants to kill me and my people, Haman, and in a fit of rage, Achashverosh, I've had it. And he's already been suspicious and wary of Haman and jealous and frustrated by him. He would kill Haman. It's a simple plan. And she has a simple role in the plan. Say Haman wants to kill him. He would kill Haman in a fit and all would end great. It says Chazal, she almost blew the whole thing and pointed at HaShverosh. And as a youngster, I never understood this Chazal. But I didn't know that you're supposed to like, those questions are the most important questions in the world, so I buried it. When I got older, I didn't bury those. I became more of a troublemaker. Some mm-hmm. people are a troublemaker in school. I was a goody-goody. I became a troublemaker later, thankfully. And that question bothers me a lot. That question bothers me, is what does it mean? She says the Grah, Says the gruh the Pshat is like this. Siddhaniyais and Sadikim live on two planes. It's true there's a physical world, and it's true she has to make a But she recognizes that the one who controls the world is, of course, Hashem. He controls the world. And when she, as a tzadekess, is talking to Achashverosh to save her, she's praying to God. And Shivisi Hashem lenegdi Samet, Hashem is on her mind. She's praying to Hashem to save her from Achashverosh and Haman. Achashverosh is as wicked and evil as Haman. There are two co-conspirators. And to Hashem, she's lavening for both. You know how hard that is when you live a world of truth and you're thinking about both and then to only point to Haman is murder. Because Achashvarish is on your mind, the tendency is to point to him. Tashem, a matter of fact, we know, the grub brings it, it's from Chazal, that whenever it says in Megilas Esther Aaron, Hamelech refers Tashem. And of course, it says, she said to the Melech, save me from Haman. To the Melech Hashem, she was davening to save from Achashverosh also. You need angelic, you need heavenly assistance. When in your brain, you're praying, Hashem, save me from Achashverosh and Haman, to then only point to Haman, you need an ace. Because you're thinking about Achashverosh and Haman and praying to God to save from both, and Ines, she's able just to point to Haman. I have seen in my life very funny mess-ups. When people have things in their mind, I know two fellas who have a deep dislike for each other. That's just, that's not mutter. They don't like each other. And they were sitting next to each other in a back seat, these two older people, and they were getting a ride to a wedding. And one, meant to text his wife, and I don't condone this, that I can't believe I'm going to sit next to this guy for three hours. The problem is he sent it to the (laughs) guy. That's an uncomfortable three hours to try to... (laughs) That's an uncomfortable three hours to try to... um, and you both we all know the game is you both laugh as it was a joke. <laughs> and you both know it wasn't a joke, they just sent to the wrong person. <laughs> I've had I've had a buffer order drugs from me. I've had that. And of course he's thinking that he doesn't want to be caught and he ordered all different stuff from me. <laughs> and I've had him no no I've, I've had a mother say he never answers the phone. Now, (laughs) now, now that I still wonder till today if that was reverse psychology. Either that was meant for her husband about Kalish. After trying a few times, I got a text. He's such, like he's a jerk. He never answers. Whatever she wrote, some colorful expression that he never answers his phone. Now, till today, I wonder if she did mean to send it to me. I don't think so. But often when something's on your mind, these type of mistakes happen. And Esther Amalka, who has on her mind, where she's obviously praying to Hashem to save her from Ahasuerus and from Haman, needs heavenly assistance, Maishala, to only a point to Haman. This is the plane, the two planes that our greats are living on, where they know Hashem controls the world and Hashem runs the world. It is widely known, we just lost Rabdavid David Salavechik. it is widely known the Briskarov survived the Holocaust. His wife and three younger children did not survive the Holocaust. And it's widely known that he survived with a lot of Nisim and he did the trick, the quote-unquote trick of Reb Chaim Volozhin, who said that people get saved. This is, I don't like when people do tricks using Rebbe's names, all this stuff. I find them, it could touch a surim deraisa, I do not recommend, lo We don't do nichosh, we don't do these things, chas to use them. I'm not interested if it works or not, I think it's inappropriate behavior. But this, anybody could use. This of saying, einoid oid mulvada, Yashem runs the world, that's very appropriate behavior. Ein Hashem runs. With Chaim recommended, in any dangerous situation, in any situation when you feel you need heavenly assistance, have in mind Hashem runs the world. You are not at the mercy of the person in front of you. Ein oyd There's only Hashem. Hashem runs the world. That is absolutely nothing wrong to have that in mind. And famously, the Brisker Rav. Wherever he went in all his dangerous travels and his crazy escape from the grips of the Nazis, he had in mind, there's only Hashem, there's only Hashem, Hashem runs the world, was what the Briskorov had in mind, Stark e'noid molvadoi, to do any other tricks, don't say any crazy connotations to a cop or anybody else, that borders on a surim d'areis of lo of nichosh, We're not into those things. I'd rather get the ticket than get saved and think I did it because I said something stupid. The only thing you could do is Enoid Melvaday. You could say Enoid Melvaday, Hashem runs the world. That's a truth. That already Rabchaim Balajin taught us that a Yid at dangerous times has in mind Enoid Melvaday, Hashem runs the world. That's a truth so that if a person has in mind a cop comes over that's just smart if Hashem decrees it, Hashem runs the world that's a very healthy thing the briskerav had that in mind Esther Amalka most definitely in dealing with Achashverosh was thinking only Hashem controls the world and as such she was praying to Hashem Hashem save me from Haman and Achashverosh and certainly, then you need a miracle. When your mind to Hashem is saved me from Ahasuerus and Haman, and then you hear Achashverish's voice ring out Who's trying to kill you? She's Hashem, save me from him. Haman. You need an ace. You need an ace. Because in her mind, she's thinking about Ahasuerus. She's praying for Ahasuerus. She had heavenly assistance, she had to, the Shmaya to just point at Haman. That's what the Gra explains to us a second vert, and then the vert behind the vert, behind both vert. The second vert is to share a Nachlas David with the Hevra. The Nachlas David, the Nachlas David was a Talmud of Rab Chaim Velazhin, who was a Talmud of the Grah. His he, he had a famous Talmud, on Baba Kama. we have Hevra Geshmaka Chevra here, beautiful B'nai Torah, who are learning Baba Kama. The Nachlas David, Reb David Tavil, wrote a Pirish on Baba Kama, and he was a beautiful sefer, the Nachlas David on Baba Kama is delightful. He also wrote a sefer on the Megillah Esther, and the Nachlas David writes as follows, All of us know that we were under a tremendous threat from, from the Amalekim, from Haman, and then we were saved, and the tool of salvation that Hashem used was Esther Amalka. Now before, when we read the Megillah, before Haman's ascent, Esther Amalka was already put in place, and we learn a principle of how Hashem works. Hashem will often save us with refuah koi The refuah was there the whole time. We had the salvation. Then comes the makkah, and then Hashem reveals the refuah. It is one of the ways Hashem deals with us. Refuah kodim makkah That Hashem sends the salvation before the the hit. So Esther was already in the palace before Haman's rise, before the makkah. Then the makkah happens, and then it's revealed the refuah that was there the whole time. And the question begs, ask the Nachlas David, why does Hashem work that way? Why does Hashem work, Refuah Kaidim Amakeh? What's the Chap? What's it trying to do to us? Send the, there's a Makah, we pray and we get a Refuah. What is this shtick Hashem does, Refuah Kaidim Like What does it do for us? Hold the Refuah. Let's say Haman, why didn't Hashem? Haman attacks the Yiddin, and then let Esther get in the palace, we pray, and then all the answers happen. Why does Hashem make it that the answers were there already? I think it would be much cooler, we would pray our brains out, and while we're praying, could you imagine in one base medrash we are praying, and like while we're praying the answers are happy. I apologize to quote a movie, maybe my mind is warped, but in the movie Ushpizim, while they're praying for money, Nace, nace, make an ace, and while they're praying for a miracle, some guys li- li- like picking out names to give the money to. I think that's so cool. All of Clay, so the visual is great. We're all sitting in the base Knesset and we're praying. Send an ace, send. I think it's a cool visual. And then in the palace, and then Esther's like winning some. There's something so cool. Our prayer is like working. There's something so anticlimactic that we pray our brains out only to find out, Hashem, I had already saved you before you were davening. It's like, shucks. It's part of your movie. It's, what? it's part of Rabbi's man. Yeah, yeah, but wouldn't it, which is a cooler movie, Piggy? It's much cooler. Well, isn't that visual much, Ari? Isn't that visual cooler while we're praying? David, which do you think is a cooler picture? Claudius throws in one base Knesses, where Tzumu, shloisha Yom, you know, we fasted on Pesach, Evra. Esther Amalka went in on Pesach. Instead of eating matzah that year, it's the only year we had no seder in our history, we fasted three days. Beruach HaKodesh, Esther and Mordechai knocked out Pesach. We didn't do a mitzvah rice of eating Pesach of eating matzah, of eating the carbon Pesach, and instead we were fasting and praying. So how cool, Rabbi said, so we'd be sitting and mamish praying our brains out in the in shul, and while we're praying, Vashti's killed Esther's. It's like cool, and our prayers are mamish being piled like geshmaka stuff. I think that's such a cool visual. Picture our friend is sick. And we're in this space, magish, we're mamish, praying our brains out. And while we're praying, you go in a room, in a dungeon, in some basement. You have this nerdy doctor, and he's like thinking of inventions. He's mixing stuff. And he mamash. Well, while we're in the basement, And then while the guy's mixing it, and you say, Hashem, Put your hopes to Hashem. And the guy like pours in the concoction. The movie is delightful. It's like, and we're mamish, the power behind it, Hashem is moving his brain, moving all his actions. And as we pray hard, and one guy, mamish, cries, one guy says the tillum with such deep sincerity. And while he's doing that, the nace is happening. I think that's cool. That's like, that's so In the movie, they nailed it. That picture, like, like, it like draws us close that's such a powerful picture Hashem says no I want to do it different I want we pray our brains out to find out that the salvation a guy already invented the cure it all was shucks why does Hashem do that seems so strange of Rufua kaid Mamaka Esther was there the whole time you guys just didn't know it <laughs> Valid question, Daniel. Nachless David's question. Why in the world does Hashem work that way? It's almost frustrating. Which way do you like better, Daniel? We pray and we create the answer, like through our prayer? Or we pray and we find out there was no problem the whole time? Man, it's, it must be a Daniel thing. Dan and Dan, certainly our fans, we pray and we create the answers. As we mask him to the cash and Achla's dub, it is so bothered. Rafu'a Kaydim Amak is like, shucks. Before we were praying, the Rafu'a. Mayor, which one? Do you- which is a better movie, Mayor? Which is a better reality? Which would you like better? What? Not so emotional. So that's what I want to visualize. When we're saying Tilleme, is isn't that what you want to see? That's, and Hashem heard our prayers and is building and is creating. What's this thing of Rifu'a kaid mamak, There never was a danger? Says the Nachlas David brilliantly, he says as follows. The Nachlas David says that there's a much truer story going on. If we would have a problem, Haman's threatening the Yidden. We pray and then we have a solution. That would be our story. The version, the narrative of the story would be problem, Haman wants to kill us. Prayer was the eshtadlos. Solution, Hashem saves us. That would be the version of the story. Says the Nachlas David, there's really a different story going on. The real problem is is that we ate from the party of HaShveresh. The real problem is that we became very, very physical and we partook in the parties of the Goyim. That which lured them, that which tempted, instead of being authentic yidin, we actually forgot about Hashem. That's the real problem. Distance and forgetting about Hashem. Forgetting about service of Hashem. Getting distracted, becoming so physical, and forgetting our essence and our mission and what we're about was the real problem. That's called Nenem, Esus Malchus Modayu Paras was a very physical, sensual malchus. Very into body, into physicality, and distance from our essence as servants of Hashem. And the real problem is we started eating from their parties. We became so shakua and physicality. The real problem is in a country that was all about were just cows. We became cows. That was the problem. We forgot about Neshama, about Kirvis Hashem. That's what we forgot. That's the real problem. Haman is actually the Eitzah. Haman takes off and decides to kill us and reminds us, hey, hey, who are always, when people are under duress and challenges, they go back to their essence. No atheist in a foxhole. In difficult situations, we're like, one second. So Haman is actually, the problem is distance from Hashem. The problem is forgetting our essence, forgetting what it means to be a Yid, forgetting the brismila the ice on our body that we're about service of Hashem. That's the problem. Haman's geyser against Brismila' and we're like, hey... Krasmila is important. Hamans geyser against Tyre like, hey, Tyre is important. The Hamans of the world remind us of that which is important. And then we go and we do tshuva. Three days we pray to Hashem and remember, Hashem, we forgot all about you. That's the real story. And that's the story. Distance from Hashem, reminder, Kirvis Hashem. That's the story. Says the Nachlas David, that's why Hashem puts the refuah was there the whole time. So it's not the end of the story. It shouldn't be perceived the story is danger Haman, prayer, Haman's killed. The end of the story is not Haman's killed. Haman's downfall was already before Esther was one step higher than him. The problem was distance from Hashem. Hashem sends a Haman and then there's Kirvis Hashem. That should be the story. By the way, once there's Kirvis Hashem, let me let you in on a secret. You're never in trouble the whole time. I had the refuah there already. It shouldn't be the end, the climax, the end of the story. So the end of the story is not Esther showing up. She was there the whole time. That is why the Nachlas says Hashem does this unique version. The end of the story is Kirvis Hashem. So I wanted to share now. I told you two vartim and then the vart under both vartim. I want to tell you what I find fascinating about the Megillah. We just shared two vartim of Esther Amalka's negotiating with the king and we learned the grud that she really was talking to Hashem. We just shared you about the story, superficially the narrative, Yiddin and Sakana, Haman's the problem, and then the, the narrative of Haman, the problem, a movie writer's story is problem, Haman rises. We prayed Hashem. And the solution, Esther kills, arranges for Haman's death and all is well. And the real story, the, the, the much deeper story of we were distant from Hashem, we forgot our mission, we ate from the party of Ahasuerus. To Haman rising, that helps us remember our purpose, to us returning to Hashem. Gather all the yidn. remember to return to Hashem. That is the real, deeper story. Why am I sharing all this stamp? Because it's true and it's, and it's beautiful, the great But I want to tell you a thought behind the thoughts. And the thought is, you have a Malik that denies a closeness to Hashem. That's a Malik. Haman is from a Malik that fights Brismila Kirvus Hashem, closeness to Hashem. You have a Megillah that's full of the Midays Royce of Rishon. Achashverosh kills his wife. Kills his wife in a fit of anger. Achashverosh holds these sticker gatherings to try to find a new wife. Haman, in his anger, he plans a mass genocide because of Midas Rice. He's angry at one person, but it's embarrassing for such a prestigious man to fight one person, so he makes mass genocide. It's one of the craziest things about the Megillus Esther. The man makes Xerah against the Yiddish people because he's angry at one guy, but it's beneath his... Do you understand what's going on? A guy is such an arrogant hoarty person, he's gonna kill millions of people because he has terrible midas. You're angry at one guy, Cass, so kill that guy, no. But then I have something else. I have a lot of covered. But I'm 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 in a fight with one guy. Wild! The, from the from Spitz Midas Royce of Gaiva, first Cass, then Gaiva. First cast, the whole world bows to you. Tremendous, tremendous, the opposite, tremendous insecurity. Amazing, the whole world's bowing to you. The opposite of Levaday. The opposite of Levaday, one person. One person. The hepech of Levaday. The hepech of, we speak about a person Levaday. Knowing your good, security, Levaday. Haman has the whole world bowing to him. One man doesn't bow. He lives a world of perception. One person's not bowing rocks his world. It rocks his world. Kol Nanu nenu shavali, because he's not bowing. The amazing person, the amazing weakness of a person who others have such power over. The incredible weakness of a human being: one person's not bowing, and everything that he has is worthless. <laughs> Your values are only determined by people outside of you. The hepich of levadai yitzi race brilliantly said, "Chesid Shavart, bless his soul." He says that Haman's the spitz, not levadai. His whole success is measured what outsiders think. So he has a world of success, and one person won't bow. One person doesn't see me that way. I have nothing. <laughs> the spitz, but don't you? Do you? What do you feel? <laughs> he. It's only the hapich of Levaday. Yitsi Ray said that it says that it was Vaives of l'shloyach yadoi b'mordechai It was B'zioinus to hit Mordechai alone. But it calls, Pashup it means, he doesn't want to attack one person, he wants to attack his whole people. Yitzhi Reis said in Chassidus that what he was upset about is Mordechai Levadai. That the Levadai aspect of Mordechai, Mordechai is the hephich of Levadai, the whole world says to bow, and Mordechai says, I'm not bowing. Insights not right, it's not true. Either way, the Chesedish notwithstanding, either way, Mordechai is the Spitz, is the Spitz of what's true, of what's uh, the Spitz of Levadi, and Haman is the Spitz, me disraise. One person's not bowing, everything I have is not worthwhile, because he's not bowing, he doesn't see what, what I have. So now kill that guy. And then you're good to go. No, no, but if I kill that guy, what are others gonna say? He was in a fight with one person? That's Vayibas, me this rois. Those Midas this create that he wants to kill our whole ummah. Now listen to this, Khevru. So me this create that Haman wants to kill. So the, the whole Megillah is about the terrible Midas of two Rishon. Chazal comment about Rishon, Heim bir shus libam. they are owned by their whims and wants. The Megillah is the story of Madai. It sums up an entire Gullus of people who are cows, who are governed by the latest style and fad, and are just pulled here, Kemites, like chefs. Asher to defend Uruach, that the wind pushes. Every whim and every want, they're just physical beings with no connection to that which is true, to that which is eternal. So you kill your wife, want a new wife, don't want her anymore, raise Haman, lower Haman, everything that's fleeting, everything but locked into MS, to what's true, to what's eternal. And the Megillah is about the Midas Reis of Haman and Achashverosh. And in their Midas Reis, they create such a sloppy world. Death, murder, genocide, Midas Reis. You know what's amazing about the Megillah Yehuda? That here you have two sloppy Risham creating havoc and Hashem through these Risham is running a world in exact order. The Megillah is breathtaking. Two Rashim, whose whole claim, Amalek, come on, is no connection to Hashem. Hashem's detached from the world. And knock out Bris No connection to Hashem. And then you have two Chayas Roy's whose made this are just like rampant in the whole Megillah. And what surrounds Midas Reis should be just messy and crazy, they're nuts, and every whim they give into, and Hashem in perfect order running a world, the Yedin had sinned, Haman is but a prop, his Midas Reis that make him want to kill the whole world is but a prop in the hands of Hashem. To threaten, I know it's confusing because we have Yediyah, B'chirah, and we get confused. Hashem runs the world, and man has choice. You can't understand it? Join the list. Hashem runs the world, and man has choice. But amazingly, the people who who live, who claim there's no Hashem, Haman, who says you can't connect to God. He's not involved. And then we read the story of Hashem Mamish, Maneuvering and manipulating The story is about I about Hashem. I shared two vartim of Esther going to the king and pleading. And she's talking to God. She's not even goyresim. It's all the prayers. We know the real story. I asked my Rebbe when I was your age the following. Kashen. Everybody please listen to this. I asked my Rebbe, I was about 18, 19, I said, Rebbe, I have a problem. I said, I understand every Tainis on the calendar. Because all the Taniyais, we still don't have the Beis HaMikdash. And most of them connect one way or another to Chorben Beis HaMikdash. Teshebav, Asar B'teve, Saim Gedalia, They connect Shevasa, Batamas, all four taniyais connect to Chorben Beis HaMikdash. I get it. We still don't have the temple and we still don't have the Beis Hamikdash. And as such, all the Taniyas, all those you made Tshuva, to get back to Beis Hamikdash, I understand. I said, there's one day Tainas I don't get. Why in the world am I fasting Tainas Esther? Guys, the story ended happy. Haman was killed. Everything, Shalom al Yisro. Why are we fasting? It's not even the right day, mind you. Tainas Esther didn't happen the day before Purim. Tainas, remember, Purim was the day Hamam was going to kill us. The yidn fasted when she went into Achashverosh. The Yidin fasted Pesach time. So we fast the wrong day, Tainas Esther. We fast the wrong day. And why are we fasting? It ended very well. It ended very well. Hamam was killed. Shalom al-Yisro. Yet we fast, Tainas Esther, what's going on? And the Meshavruah teaches us, Rabbi say, that the word of Tainus Esther is to remember the Yeshua Sashem happens from prayer. Esther Amalko said, kol yudim, gather all the Yidin, and let them fast, let them be Isaac and Shuvah. And the Yeshua Sashem comes from Yidin coming close. The very reason for the Gzeirah was Rechuk, and then when we go back, we remember Hashem. That is the Yeshua and that causes the salvation, Rabbi Yisai. Kirvis Hashem is the Yeshua and causes the Yeshua.
1: <laughs>
0: so Rabbi Yisai, the, ce- the celebration, the reason we have Tainus Esther, says the Mishnah says the Chavetz Chaim, is to remember that Yeshua Hashem happens because of prayer. And Megillas Esther, where Esther goes in heroically, underneath, she's talking to Hashem. The sug is not about palace intrigue, who has more political clout, who has a president they connect to, who has the inn in the White House, All that stuff is not the story. He's in the White House, he's our friend. He's not in the White House. Those are, the Gishmak, that's the world of Ishtadlis. But deeper yet, there's a world of Kirviz Hashem. There's a world of prayer. There's a world of closeness to Hashem. And the Megilas Esther is the deeper story is Hashem pulling the strings. And both the how the Yeshua comes, Esther is talking to Hashem. Miraculously in the world of Ishtadla she points to Haman. Both in the Gzeira itself the Gzeira comes the deeper story, the problem is not Haman, the problem is we ate from the party. The problem is that we forgot our essence, we forgot Hashem. That is the problem, much Deeper than Haman. You have to get to root of problems. If somebody has a cold and treats a runny nose, he's not solving the machla that he has. To treat Haman is to treat a runny nose. Haman comes because of a problem of distance from Hashem. And in reading a whole Megillah Esther, what's really happening, what's really going on, is all about Hashem and Ratzna Hashem and Kirbis Hashem. And what fascinates me is the very people, Haman, that deny a closeness to Hashem are but a tool. But a tool in the hand of Hashem. To make a because that's what we need. Haman's gzera accomplished more than 48 Neveim. It brought us to tshuva. To see the Yad Hashem, to understand that we could have a closeness Hashem's mashkiach. He's involved, close and running the world, and our opportunity to notice that, our opportunity to thank Him, our opportunity to serve Him, our opportunity to live as a loyalist to Hashem. That is the great opportunity afforded to us. So I just appreciate in the Megillah two wild men whose very claim Haman makes is like that, is is distance from Hashem, and it couldn't be closer. Hashem literally manipulating events through them. I find that remarkable to ponder, like it, like blows fuses in the brain, to ponder how acting the sugar and crazy, making mass genesis, making Xerus out of midas reis, and all the tool in the hand of Hashem to bring about Yeshua's for Yisrael to push us closer to Hashem. I want to say that we in this fascinating mitzvah to get drunk on Purim. It says we shouldn't know the difference between Arar Haman and Baruch Mordechai. In Ar Haman and Baruch Mordechai. And there's many pshatim said on this, that what this word that I don't know the difference, but the word is we think we're so smart. We analyze political events. This president is good. This one's bad. And then we work and do our efforts. There's a vart on Purim Bitla Das Hashem runs the world acknowledging and seeing Hashem running the world. He, from an external vantage point that looks like Haman. look at this crazy guy who's making and in the world of truth Haman. Hashem wants us to do tshuva and sends to arouse the yidness, an alarm clock for tshuva. So the bitl hadas of our svarus and our logic and our gaiva and we get drunk, and then we don't know between our and Baruch Mordechai, we're impaired. It's not about our understanding, our strength. It's a certain submission that Hashem runs the world. Things we're convinced are terrible in our life. Hashem's maneuvering to bring us someplace. So that's like we don't know the distinction between Aruch and Baruch That which is so clearly good, Baruch Mordecai, and that which is so obviously bad, I can't believe he won the president. Oh, it's so obviously bad, your das. We don't know, we don't control. Hashem's running the world. And each thing, without our logics, without our version, it's drop our narrative events and just see Yad Hashem stop our narrative and we impair our minds and let go with certain submission. We're not so smart, we don't know. Hashem runs the world and we accept. We accept and respond appropriately with sincerity in the service of Hashem. That's part of the inyan of the bit al-Hadas all our controls, all our narratives that we create of what's good and what's bad, and instead with faith, Hashem knows, Hashem runs, and our only job is what's in our hands is sincerity, sincere service. That's what's in our hands. And what's in our hands, we practice. I could tell you the events that we're all living through have really taught many of us a lot to let go of that which is not in our control. And instead, the responses, which is very much in our control, to be sincere, Yidn, let's control our responses. There's many things that are not in our control. Submit and accept. And our responses we should control. It's interesting, Klal Yisrael just lost Rev. Avram Tversky, Rabbi Dr. Abraham Tversky, a wonderful, wonderful Yid who helps so many. And I heard him say that, what's that called, like the oath of serenity? Beautiful statement. Somebody could somebody look it up on their phone? Let's get the exact quote. Somebody, Aaron, could you look it up on your phone and then read it to us? You have it on your phone? What? Shh! Loud, loud, loud.
1: God grant us the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know
0: the difference. Well, I'm with time slow. God grant the serenity, calmness, to accept the things I cannot change. change. faith, faith, God grant the serenity, accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can. The things that are in my power, the things me this tibus service of Hashem, the courage to change the thing I can, and the wisdom to differentiate between the two. That which I'm supposed to accept and that which I'm supposed to work on. <laughs> if you watch if you watch people's Shabbos table, Yehuda, you'll learn all about people. Strong healthy, successful people's main conversations on their responses to events. What I could do, they talk about the areas we could do, that's healthy, successful people. Unsuccessful people are always talking what others did. They're always busy with the sugyas outside of themselves. The opposite is submitting to Hashem runs the world. The things we can't control, we're not busy with. We're busy with responses, how we control, what we can control. How can I respond? What can I do? How I can control? That's, that's what successful, healthy people are busy with. In some ways, the not Adulla bin Aram Mordechai is people too busy trying to run Hashem's. Hashem runs the world. And through Mordechai's and through Haman's, Hashem arranges things for us. And I am my das. I don't know the difference Baruch, I don't, I don't control, I don't decide. My, what? Bittel ha'edas, bittel hadas. bittel hadas. That which was so like we want to stay in control, it's like a submission as a bittel I'm impaired, I'm impaired, don't drive a car, I've lost, I've lo- I, I'm not in position to control. But the is the acceptance, Hashem's running things, we're in good hands, He's running things. And then of course, and then of course, being and responding in the way I can. There are other ideas, I'm saying one, one idea in the in the to become drunk, I'm saying one idea, Lemaisa Lemaisa, this dazzling Megillah that is people's Midas Royce and all it all all handles around Hashem it all handles and the very people with the Midas Royce who say no connection to Hashem and Hashem displaying through them tremendous connection and involvement and we see through him exactly Yad Hashem we witness and experience Yad Hashem exactly through them
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's what I wanted to share. These two vartim of the Nachwas David and the Gra. these two vartim that are, are not just cute vartim on the Megillah, but they're the essence of the Megillah. That it looks like things revolve around the story, revolve around other things. The whole story revolves around Hashem. I want to ask Yosef to come up and do a song, and then we'll have closing before Mincha. Come up, Yosef.
1: we we have so
0: Daniel, is a funny one. Cool. Who's playing? Somebody should bang. Jonathan, let's go with it. Here, use I think I've the song. Let's do this on this one here. Word.
1: Can you do your song, Mara Surin?
0: were